Welcome to another episode of Reality Reached. I am your host, co-host extraordinaire Robert Morris. Never lost. We're sitting out here with True Local Market in our new segment, True Local Market segments. <laughs> anyway, I'm sitting here with our first guest. She is amazing. For one thing, she is she is open. For another thing, she has amazing art amazing jewelry i have i have quite a bit of her stuff she also has pins she's also a, a local um jewelry she doesn't know that though uh she is an amazing friend of mine and her name is ash how you doing today hi everybody i'm doing pretty good chilling out here at true local cultivation is the spot so uh let's um Tell me about your particular wares that you build and sell. All right, so it's slightly a gimmick thing, but it, it's it's real close to my heart personally. I work with crystals nine times out of ten. Most of my work is crystal beads. I work with a little bit of metal, but I try to stay away from it simply for a lot of people's allergies. Makes my work more available to people in case they do happen to have a metal allergy or something. And I try my best to, I guess, keep a wide variety. Different stones, sometimes glass, little metal, but a lot of different stuff. Sweet. So what, what made you want to start um, building your own, your own stuff and starting your own business? So originally, I was in cosmetology school when I started making my jewelry in the first place. Cosmetology is cool. I love it. I still do hair, but it it just didn't burn in my heart like it should have if I wanted that to be my career. And then I started making my own jewelry for the sake of I have kind of an eclectic personal style and not really many stores in even the Mississippi vicinity really catered to the thing I go for. So I decided to just start making it myself. So your 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 stuff it reminds me of a it has a has a really big steampunkish theme. Is it was that the, the main vibe and feel that you want to get out of your stuff? It actually was originally to start I started out steampunk and kind of goth esque. And then it kind of evolved into this crazy eclectic hippie thing. So the crazy eclectic hippie thing. Well, you can do you consider yourself like an OG hippie? Because like the hippie, I'm I'm starting to see more and more of the hippie vibe out here in these streets. So would you would you call yourself more so uh, an OG in the in the hippie in the hippie game? I I, I kind of would actually. All right. So my mama actually is Wiccan and. I was raised to be open to a lot of stuff, and the hippie vicinity is open to all the things, everything. Like, they don't care. Bring it all. It's whatever. And I was told once by a sweet little old lady that I look like I was a time traveler that literally escaped the 70s. And ever since she told me that, I kind of just rolled with it. So tell us about the 70s. All right, now don't get me lying. You know I was only born in '90. <laughs> I ain't kind of old. So, so how did you come up with the name? And by the way, what is the name? All right, so my official business title is Foxhole Treasures. All right, so 
Foxes live in holes, obviously. You know, a little burrow under the tree and the root system and whatnot. And honest, okay, I'll out myself. Yes, Ash is a furry. No, I'm not that kind of furry. Misdenomer there, not everybody's into that. But I am a fox, hence foxhole. And I have crystal jewelry, so they're treasures. Foxhole treasures. So, foxhole treasures. So, when when did you start foxhole? Officially, it was 2013. 13 I think I think it was 2013 might have been early 2014 but that's really when it started hardcore I started going to the uh, downtown Hattiesburg market it, originally its inception it was the downtown Hattiesburg makers market and now it's called the hub city makers market and that's that's where I originally started. Was going down there. So what what brought you over here to the to, to Gabe's side of the of the forest? So my mama worked at Rainbow when I was a little little kid, and I remember going into Rainbow specifically to get honey sticks because it was honey was my favorite thing when I was little, a little kid, and I've been in love with Rainbow since I was little. And then I found out that they were doing a market to try to keep the store open. And that's when I met Gabe and Christy and everyone with True Local. Or the people that started True Local before it became True Local, technically. Because we were inside of Rainbow trying to keep it afloat. I, will, I remember those days. I used to, I used to um, come in there and, 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 and wonder... And I think that's where our friendship became a, a solid friendship because I knew of you, but I didn't like really talk to you. I think the first time I met you, you was with you, you talked to Justin because, you know, Justin Ransberg. And so and and after that, um, I, when I saw you again, I was like, oh, that's the Ash girl. And then we started trading pins and you gave me some pins that I still have to this day, which is really, really amazing. So how do you feel? Which which stirs this question. How do you feel of the progression of True Local in particular? So, honestly, I love its openness. So, we don't stay tied completely to one particular location. Right now, we're with Cultivation. Over the winter last year, we were in North Park. Before that, we were out on the green area at one of the um, churches in Madison. And then before that, we were in Rainbow. And Gabe has been working to get us all different kinds of locations. He's looking currently for a inside spot for winter this year before it gets cold. So hopefully he gets that nailed down. I got my fingers crossed on that. But I love its openness first and foremost because everybody here is so accepting. As long as your work is handmade hand-grown if it came from within the state lines of mississippi you're good to vend with us and i just i love that and it's versatility we've got everything and gabe is just he, he he's amazing to us mad love for him by the way oh okay so that's uh that's really good um Gabe is a very very interesting individual right now he's walking around here with a uh, pikachu onesie 
which is <laughs> adorable. <laughs> Where can we follow you and your products? So currently I have Facebook and Instagram under the name Foxhole Treasures, three words. And then I'm slowly working on getting an Etsy up and running. It's the getting the shop started is the struggle. Once you get it open and products in it, it's not so hard to maintain. But getting it started is the worst part, and that's what I'm working on right now. But Facebook and Instagram are your quickest and easiest ways to get a hold of me. I post all my work there, events I'll be at, because is on top of True Local, I have other random events I do. The Hub City Makers Market in Hattiesburg. Um... I go to the Pride events, I go sometimes to the coast, or steampunk-themed stuff especially. I did the, oh, what was it called? There was a steampunk-themed gig in Lafayette last year I went to. And then there was one at the coast I did recently as well. It was late last year. But I'm a little bit all over the place. They also have my work in Soul Synergy and Flowwood and Jackson float over in Midtown. Perks to them as well. Sweet. Um, so anything coming up in the near or distant future for, for, for Ash? Besides your Etsy stuff? Or is that the near and long term thing? Etsy's really the long-term goal for right now, but I'm always looking for more events just to broaden my general cu- customer basis. Because, you know, the more people that see you and actually meet the person that makes the work, it tends to sell better. Because they actually meet the, the person behind it. And I sit a lot of times at my events working on my pieces so they get to see me making it while I'm there. Sweet, sweet. Well, this, ladies and gentlemen, is the first ever uh, True Local, like, mini podcast that we're doing with the vendors here at True Local Market. And I am particularly excited about this because I've seen these vendors grow. And, you know, some come, some, some go, but they always grow. Can you dig it? For Robert Morris and for Sergio Lugo, this is being Reality Breach, and you've been Breach, baby. Thanks for listening to the Reality Breached Jackson Spotlight. Music was provided by Donche of the Black Pocket Podcast. Follow his work at soundcloud.com slash Donche did it. Is there someone in the Jackson area that you think deserves a spotlight? Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter, both at Reality Breached, to tell us who. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe via your favorite podcast app or visit realitybreach.com for more details. <laughs>